This is The Breakfast Show. Today's white noise in the background of you crunching your waffles will be about the movies of 2017. The best movies. Not just the best movies that came out in 2017, but the best movies that we have first watched in the year 2017. What we perceive as the best movies of 2017. Our opinion... Well, because it will encompass movies that we have... That didn't necessarily come out in 2017, but movies that we watched for the first time this year. Oh, so... So to clarify then, it could be a movie that came out in like 2006, but we had watched it for our first time in 2017. Is that what we're exactly. saying? Exactly. Okay. So today we will be talking about our favorite movies. Our favorite movies. Well, now, right off the bat, my mind immediately goes to a movie that actually was released in 2017, and it was rated not only the best horror movie, oh, mm-hmm. but just one of the best movies at least in my opinion and that was stephen king's yep, it. it i freaking loved it and it, and we're not saying that because of the hype it got and we want to clarify that because uh and i'm going to say clarify for the fourth time now i think in this since it started but it is important to realize that that movie um was definitely worth the hype i would i would say like it was one of those movies that didn't you know i don't think it was overhyped Granted, I we saw it because we saw it together. We saw yeah. it fairly um, f- close after the release date. I, I, the within a few, my mind. within a few weeks, I want to say we saw it was within a few days within after few it was days. released. We were one of the first. I I, I don't want to get anywhere near and assuming we were one of the first people to see it. But our theater was sold out. Still, it was that early that it the was, theaters were it sold was out. Packed. I remember that, and it was it was a small town in general. So the fact that. A small town could have a packed theater. It I was because we. I think if we had seen it in the city where we lived, um, it would it would have been. We wouldn't have gotten in. Yeah, it would have taken us uh, a few more days, I think, at least. But we saw it in about an hour from where we actually lived with a f- with a few friends, and we were able to get in um, fairly easily. Um, we it wasn't sold out when we bought the tickets. However, it became sold out shortly after because when we got into the theater, it was completely now, packed. I, I as much as I want to talk about the before, um, we don't have enough time. I don't think to talk about <laughs> too much. So let's get into the movie. Let's talk about what we liked about the movie. So we have time for other movies potentially. Well, right off the bat, I'm not. I'm not. A, I will admit, I'm not a big horror fan. Although I do dabble. I, I in, am. I would have to say that I I do enjoy an occasional horror movie. Well, of course, I enjoy an occasional horror flick, especially if it's good. It gives me a good proper scare. But, I mean, most of all, I like to stick with the whole concept of writing horror. And I even, you know, do a few short films with horror concepts. But I'm not big on watching disturbing concepts or disturbing movies. Now, I don't have much to say about it as far as how close it was to the, the book or how close it was to the um, the first movie adaptation. Because well, it was actually I, a miniseries. Right. Well, yeah, the miniseries. That, but people, you know, know it as the movie. Anyway... I don't think I've, I haven't, I know I haven't read the book and I've never seen the miniseries. So, um, based off of the knowledge of basically not having any knowledge of this universe going in, it definitely, um, delivered my, like my expectations. Right. Cause we basically, what you're saying is we weren't existing fans of it before we watched the movie. Right. Right. That's but exactly we right. definitely left being, being fans. fans. Yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to say. I mean, and I feel like somebody who has read the book, I assume, I I'm, I think I was told it was close. And so somebody that had read the book, I'm I'm sure they were 
even more fans after seeing the movie. But something that I didn't know going into the movie, something I didn't even know until um, a few days after having watched the movie, that there's going to be a second part. I guess it said that somewhere in the beginning of the movie that it was the first chapter. I thought they showed that at the end of the movie. It might have been at the end. All I know is that I didn't catch it. So I didn't know that it was going to be a second part for a little bit. Because, I mean, I remember reading up on the synopsis of the book before going into the movie. And so I knew that something was missing. And that's why I started researching Well, the second half of the book would have been missing. Yeah, there was a a whole... um, Because I remember... In the miniseries, they there had been the main characters as adults, and so I was confused as to why they didn't get shown as adults. Right. And yeah, but it felt like a full. If you had no idea that um, about the books, you you wouldn't have felt like the movie was not fulfilled. Like you would have felt like the that if they only made the one, it would have been. And just I think fine. that they did that on purpose. I think they wanted to make it so that it didn't have to be a sequel. But obviously, it's going to be the, because yeah, they, that's obviously how they want to stay true to the book. Yeah, they did intend for it, obviously, but um, it wasn't necessary. Like, and somebody who didn't know, like, is what I was trying to say. But on top thinking? of the, but back to the review, it was great because it was scary. It scared me, um, and I think that they did good at being scary. But something that made it different than other horror movies is because, like, a lot of horror movies, what they'll do is they'll have a very grungy filter. Mm-hmm. It'll be very cold. It'll be very. They'll have the creepiest of musics. Yep. But the not jump, creepy. The jump scares a lot. And yeah, a lot of cheap jump scares. But basically, what they'll do is they'll try to create horror aesthetically, like with like visuals. They'll try to create horror with, um, you know, dingy filters and dingy settings when, um, it didn't do that. Or it, some of them will just come right out and try to be gross. And I, I think that is a right. I don't a, find gross. That's a poor way to I think approach a, a horror movie. But it it didn't didn't use dingy filters. It didn't do that. It was very aesthetically pleasing. And I I specifically remember in one of the scenes, there was the sun was cascading over the Losers Club, and mm-hmm. it was like it was one of the most beautiful scenes I think I'd seen cinematically in all of 2017. And more than just. And I'm like, this is a horror movie, yet they are not afraid to use beautiful sunlight, beautiful scenery. Right. It, it still managed to remain scary, even though it was a beautifully film. It was a beautifully filmed movie. Well, real fast, do we need to be putting a uh, a spoiler disclaimer on this? Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind going into a little more detail um, on some of the scenes. I think but we can keep it. I I want to. I want. I think we should make the spoiler free. I think what we should do is get into some of the other movies that we thought okay. were good of 2017. So something that, um, yeah. So what was your favorite movie of 2017? Because mine was it. My favorite movie of 2017. I would have to say, I mean, besides it, which you know I I agree with as well. Um. I I really. You know, I don't. Can it count as a movie I have that is still one of my favorite movies of all time that I've I haven't seen in 2017? Or does it? If you haven't, can we haven't seen seen it in 2000? No cheating. If you haven't seen it in 2017, I rewatched it in 2000. But have you seen it for the first time in 2017? It was not the first time. No. Well, then I don't. uh, One good movie that did just come to mind. Give me Spider Man Homecoming. Oh yeah, that we can we can talk about that. The only thing is, I I kind of wanted. I, I can think of a new movie, but I wanted to think of a movie that existed. Something that people, majority would have already seen, so we can go into more detail. But And if they haven't, 
they probably won't. Will you be thinking about that? Because I want to say a quick word about the superhero movies that came out in 2017 being Spider-Man Homecoming and Thor Ragnarok. Guardians of the Galaxy. I'd, Guardian. Oh, now we'd seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 for the first time in 2017. I, I'm pretty sure it was released in 2017, right? I don't remember yeah, well, exactly. You got to remember, it's almost 2018. I mean, I'm pretty sure the movie Split came out in 2017. And that just seems like a long time ago. I don't think 2000, or I don't think Split came out in 2017. You don't think so? Oh, I, maybe it hadn't. But I'm, but I'm also, I'm, I'm not sure because we've, we've, we're not, we're trying to avoid going on the internet for the duration of this. Podcast. Right. Like if we want it, I mean, we could very well go on the internet right now and search up, you know, list of best movies and talk about those. But we're trying to be a little more um, authentic for, for the listeners' purpose. Yeah. For yeah. For the sake of those listening um so but basically back to the the marvel movies that came out the marvel ones yeah um the ones that i know came out in 2017 were spider-man homecoming and thor ragnarok and um we i we both seen thor ragnarok recently we didn't see spider-man homecoming together but we saw thor together and I think we saw yeah. that. Well, Spider Man we Homecoming saw that last week, so it's more fresh in our brain. Yeah. Well, Spider Man Homecoming. That you know, I guess we probably will end up talking in a whole other uh, episode about you know the details of why we didn't see that together. That's not important. Uh, he wasn't in the country at the time. Yeah, we're, we're I was brothers. really bored. It was Taco Tuesday. Well, if we're gonna sum it up like that, I'm talking about you know the fact that I we used to live in you know a different country. For a period of time, and that that's a different discussion, though. Um, but basically, I had seen Spider-Man: Homecoming alone, and I we had seen Thor: Ragnarok together. Now, between the two movies, Spider-Man was my favorite. I think it has to be one of my favorite. Not only is it one of my favorite superhero movies, but it's it's by far my favorite Spider-Man movie. I there was stuff that I really liked about it, and then there was stuff that I wasn't so fond of, and. Well, we had both grown up watching the original Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. And uh, yeah, those are always going to be my Spider-Man. I don't think that... But I tried to look at it with a different approach. Because while we grew up watching those and they were very good Spider-Man movies, I wanted to look at this new Spider-Man movie with like a new, a new eye, I guess I could say. Because I didn't want to go into it thinking that it's automatically not going to be as good as the ones we grew up watching. Well, and, and apparently they're not as good as we thought they were anyway. I think that the reason, I mean, they were good movies, but I think we thought they were so good because we grew up on them. And I just want to, you know, I just want to say that we are being a little biased, or at least I'm being biased in my decision. See, that's what it is. I wanted to try to be unbiased in my decision when it came to which Spider-Man movie I thought was the best. Right, and I did, I did, but I couldn't help it. It always, the feeling that the Spider-Man gave me, and I'm going to say it, and I'm sure other people have said this too, but it was the the fact that the Spider-Man had a suit, like no Spidey sense, all right? But he had the suit that felt like a lot like Iron Man. Well, apparently the writers went on and record of like saying that. he did have a Spidey sense. They just didn't really portray well, it that much. In the, in the, I mean, just the, the fact that he had like the, the person talking to him through the suit and all that. I did feel like they were trying to make Karen his Spidey sense. Right, and I didn't, but I didn't like that. I liked how, and okay, yeah, for instance, when they did the Andrew Garfield one um they they had replaced his spider web shooters at for the machines right like they were all mechanical but something about the um original spider-mans was everything he had was his powers like his web shooters came straight from his hands he had an authentic uh spidey sense that was like super powerful and it came with it 
Um, and even a suit, it just was, that's what it was. It was a suit. You know, it was nothing more. It was nothing helping him. And it just felt like it was some teenager with well, powers. If we go based on if we go based on the first series that um, Sony made with Tobey Maguire, something that I noticed personally is that so Peter Parker always had two sides. He always had the really geeky side of Peter Parker, and he always had the really comedic side of Spider Man. And you know there was obviously mixtures of both um, personalities in both personas. But what I noticed is that Tobey Maguire never really had much. He was never much of a wisecracker and something that andrew garfield did in his adaptation of spider-man was that it was almost too cocky and he almost wasn't nerdy enough he no but i don't i don't agree with that i think that if you as spider-man he wasn't nerdy but as um peter parker well obviously he was he was fidgety but i think that he tried to equate fidgeting with being um nerdy he was nervous if he, I, when he talked to gwen i think you can see that he was nervous but with the spider-man homecoming and what tom holland was able to capture was the perfect balance of of basically being the nerdy peter parker and the wisecracking spider-man and i think he had the perfect balance. i didn't see i mean okay they did put him in a nerdy setting i suppose when they put him in that the, the like a nerd squad or whatever that school thing he was doing but i aside from that i didn't think he acted like a nerd at all to be honest well he also had a little bit of that insecurity and that and that um jitteriness that most people who are insecure have but that was a teenage jitter that's part like an of everybody that, thing but what he did was incorporate that jitter into being part of the reason why he was wisecracking because it was almost like he was insecure it was almost like he could never shut his mouth in a way he he resembled richie from it with the with the person who was so insecure uh, that he was always cracking jokes. I think that okay, I will agree that it seemed like in this Spider-Man they had the best um I want to say like Spider-Man resembled Peter Parker or what is it Peter Yeah, it is. Um I want to say that they kept them like almost like the same person. You know? Right, they really They did. didn't really change their personalities. It, it it almost seemed like they the the way that their personalities kind of just blended together like where he put the mask on and he changed a little bit, not like almost like he was a whole new person altogether. Right, and I kind of, I I do res- you know think that they did good job with that. Well, okay, and then so that's what my opinion was on on Spider Man, and I don't again we don't want to get into spoilers, but so we'll move on to the next movie, which the next superhero movie, which was Thor, which we saw together like last week. Yeah, we saw that a week ago, and I I I liked that movie, I would say. I would again. I would have to say that it was probably my favorite Thor movie. It will, but this see this one wasn't up there in my favorite. Superhero but you can't. Movie. It's not as easy to say. Oh, this is my favorite Thor movie because they didn't have remakes of Thor yet. Well, I okay, don't... but in the series, um, this was my favorite. My favorite movie that Chris Hemsworth as Thor has acted in. Right, right. Um, I definitely think they they intended for it to be the funniest one. Well, see, I read somewhere that they intended it to be one of the funniest Marvel movies there was. And so I had gone in it with, I think, too high of expectations. Um, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. But as far as the humor goes, it didn't really compare to Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which, in my opinion, was one of the funniest movies that I'd ever watched. Yeah, the only thing I'll say about it is it almost seemed like the humor was a tad forced. Like, it almost seemed like you could tell they were trying to make it funny. 
I want to say that it was felt because like it did feel forced, but I want to say that it felt forced because we went into it thinking, thinking that the writers thought that they were going to make it one of the funniest movies, and I, that kind of had that cocky rightness to it. Yeah, you know, like I, I've thought of that too, but I'm pretty sure when I first watched that movie, I totally forgot that's what I was expecting. Like I knew I heard of that before I saw the movie, but when I sat in that chair, I want to say that I forgot. That it was supposed to be funny. And so so that felt like it was an original thought. Well, I don't want to have any spoilers, but I will say that in the very beginning, I had I had immediately forgotten right. that that's what they were aiming for. And so they caught me off guard with some of the first jokes that they had cracked, and I thought it was genuinely hilarious. Like, because that's something going into it is that it's, it's a very different feel from past Thor movies. Because this is clearly a comedy. Whilst others were more serious and darker in tone, this was definitely a comedy. Well, which... Which is kind of weird because it almost makes you feel like these are the same people that were in all the other movies. So you almost have this sense of like there should have been jokes in the other ones that you feel like were cut out. And that these were one, real people. Like That was one thing that, that I did feel when watching the movie is that it felt almost separated from the rest of the Marvel Universe. Because right. it's true. We're watching the same characters that we've seen in all the other movies. But all of a sudden they're in a, in a, a scenario where they're cracking more jokes or right. they're doing stupider things. And it's like, well, it almost feels like they're not the same people. Well, you know what it reminds me of is, you know that meme where um, they, it was behind the scenes and they threw that hammer at Thor and he couldn't quite catch it. Right. And he was just fumbling around. I'm like, had that been the same universe, they could have kept that in that movie. Because that's, that's something I feel like they would have, that easily could have done in this movie because of how goofy they occasionally had done it. Right, like right. Like when Hulk... And not to spoil too much, I'm uh, just Hulk. You know that Hulk scene, um, Bruce turning into Hulk, and you know it. I feel like that was kind of goofy the way he. Um, I don't know how to word it without spoiling it, so I'll totally not finish that sentence. You know what I'm. You know what I'm. <laughs> I know what anybody you're saying. that anybody that has seen it should kind of know what I'm saying. Hopefully, right when he comes out of that plane, that's all I'm gonna say. Um. I th- I personally feel like that was a little too much of a spoiler, but regardless, um, no, they would have no idea if they didn't see it. Regardless, it was a hilarious movie, and you know, even again, Spider Man had its moments. Um, but th- I'd have to say this movie was funnier than Spider Man. But they're very different feels as far as superhero movies go, and technically they're in the same universe, so technically, you know, they could have ran into Spider Man. But uh, yeah, so those were our top movies. That was Thor, Spider Man, um, it it being my favorite. What was yeah, your favorite? I think that I, I agreed with you on it. So you had settled on it being your favorite of 2017. I, I would have to say so, yeah. Right. Okay. It's so, not my favorite movie of all time. I want to say. So that. when we come to a conclusion, we're basically saying that if we had to suggest that you go out and see right now any specific movie, go out and see it. Would you agree with that? I I well um not necessarily. Well, depends, that was it. Depends on the age. We don't know what the age is. Oh, um, you know if, what? That's true. If if you guys are. I mean, if the, if you are of a proper viewing age to see a to horror see movie, well, go see it. And if you and if you can, if enjoy you are it. under proper age, then we would suggest go seeing um, Homecoming, Spider Man Homecoming, I and Thor. Say, you I know would, what? Screw yeah. it. Go see all the movies we no, just. No, I would. I would say in the order. I would say it. Guardians of the Galaxy. Then I would actually. I forgot we mentioned that. Then one. I would actually say Thor, and then I would put Homecoming last. Save the best for last. Um. It wasn't. I don't think that movie. No, that movie wasn't bad to me. But I definitely don't know if I liked Homecoming as much as other people liked Homecoming. I'm one of those people that really enjoyed Homecoming. So my order would be: go see it, 
go see Homecoming, go see Thor, then go see Guardians of the Galaxy. And I say see Guardians of the Galaxy last because the way that its humor is, it will set you up to to you have to watch them in order. Thor wasn't quite as funny as, well, as Guardians of the Galaxy, and you don't want Guardians of the Galaxy's humor to ruin the humor from Thor. Real fast, I want to say something about Spider-Man again. I feel like the reason why maybe I couldn't get into it is because I felt like they were going to get another movie out of it and then remake it, like lose the rights somehow or something. I didn't want to get attached, maybe. Maybe that's where I was coming from. Because I, I got into the I you know got into Andrew Garfield's uh, portrayal of it, and... There was a rumor for Spider-Man 3, and then, um, you know, Sony, something happened where that didn't happen. And same thing with uh, Spider-Man 4 from the original series. It's just like that rumor comes, and then before it's uh, filed through, they... Right. You know, so... Well, we're about nearing the end of this podcast, so the only thing we can say after this is enjoy your breakfast. Enjoy your breakfast.